ओम श्री साई राम प्रशांति संदेश एटी सेवेंथ एपिसोड द टॉपिक फॉर दिस डे इज नॉट पर्टिकुलर बट यूनिवर्सल आई रिपीट नॉट पर्टिकुलर बट यूनिवर्सल let us discuss on this topic it's necessary to think our normal functioning of our mind it's very clear that our mind is narrow and this narrow mind thinks seeks searches in a concentrated way the mind gets focused in full concentration that is the approach of our mind and we also know that this kind of search for material objects or for any knowledge has become more or less habitual the mind seeks somewhere something it is almost a habit so on examination we'll come to know this kind of particularity is because of our mind and it acts because of its nature and let's think in this way also what is that we are searching for in this world of course we are also part of the world we are not separate from the world anyway what is it we are searching in this world we search for power prestige money in a similar way being theists people of religious faith we want to search for god search for bliss search for heaven because as it has been agreed the mind always seeks and searches being its nature therefore in the field of religion if one anyone says that i am in search of god no surprise because such search is the nature of the mind if anyone says that i seek heaven well it's quite understandable because the seeking is the nature of the mind so particularity is the nature of the mind
which is rather naturally narrow outlook and way of functioning. But the truth is never particular. Truth is general. God is not particular. He is universal. To think in this direction of particularity, it means we are deluded. We are in illusion of the mind. Uh, uh, illusion, yes. Because it has the mind as the problem. So, I would like to humbly submit to you all that God is infinite and He is universal, cosmic. So, this with this narrow mind, it is rather difficult to enjoy or experience Him. That's the reason why Upanishad says that God is beyond our mind and can't be put in the form of words beyond the word and the mind. So, we can conclude that our search for God or bliss or heaven is meaningless for worldly things, for worldly objects. Seeking and searching are meaningful, but not in the field of religion, but never in the field of spirituality. Because God is infinite and you cannot exist without Him. God is verily your life. He is your being. Then what is the fun of searching for Him? Is there any meaning in seeking for Him? Just let us think deep enough in this direction. And Swami also said at one time, fish is in search of water, though it is in water. We find that fish are found in ocean. But if that fish say that they are in search of water, how does it look? It lives in water. Then what is the fun of searching for water? Therefore, it is not a question of any search or seeking. It is only a question of a recognition. We have to recognize the fact that God is our life, that God is our very being. But the problem of the mind is, it is always concentrated. It is willing to search and seek. So the solution would be, live in Him. Live in God, right now. Enjoy Him. Celebrate life in Him, then life turns into a festival, a festival. That's why Swami repeatedly says, God is in you, below you, above you, around you. Yes, he, he repeated this number of times in his discourses. So, our 
understanding should be rather uh, in the correct way then what is the solution we need freedom when we are free we'll be able to experience god enjoy him then but what do i mean by freedom we should be free from desire and there is nothing like searching or seeking with this narrow mind no and so ultimately we should relax and in this state of relaxation we have all dimensional perspective of the divine master but on the other hand if i am not relaxed but if my mind always seeks it's uni dimensional or uni directional when god is multi dimensional well how is it possible to approach with uni dimensional mind and also when i say i seek god it means i remain as an ego whereas if i relax don't seek or don't seek search i feel that i'm part of this whole and part of this universe swami gives an example if you just bring bring a big piece of jaggery any part of it any bit of it is as sweet as the whole uh jaggery the whole big uh, big uh, what you call brick size jaggery you bring that sweetness is as much the same as a bit of jaggery out of that piece so jaggery taste is same all over that's what i mean by feeling part of the whole and so that kind of existential feeling that god is necessary that in that isness we see god experience him and this sort of freedom from desiring him seeking him searching him as an ego is what is called liberation or moksha there's no bondage at all in this state as as, as already been stated this needs only recognition that's all recognition that god is infinite that god is universal that god is multidimensional and all that we need to do is just relax that's all and you will see that god is here now we find two categories of people one category are those they they never experience god because 
they are seekers they go on seeking seeking they want to find find and find eternally and in this process they miss god completely this is proceeding in a linear way move in a line now the second type of people are those that they don't seek god because they know that he is everywhere in that very recognition of this fact they enjoy life they sing and dance and celebrate therefore it is very clear that seeking mind never reaches reach, reaches to the reality impossible and i would also bring to your attention another point some people think that i can afford to wait to know god later to experience god in future this is ridiculous god is not in future he is in the present he is the present well you may ask how remember when you enjoy that very enjoyment is divine when you are in festivity that is divine so the divinity is like your heartbeat heartbeat is not for the future is right now right now and with this awareness what happens what happens what are the use out of this awareness may be our question the answer is simple the whole life becomes spiritual our day to day activity turns religious well we have got prayers in all our activities there are some people that chant while having their shower when they take bath they feel that they are giving him they are giving bath to god himself and we also know we have some prayers while eating brahmarpanam brahma havihi brahmagno brahmanahutam brahmaivatena gantavyam brahma karma samadhina it only means i am eating but the food is god and while singing you feel that god in me singing god in audience is listening everything is divine with this awareness recognition and understanding life becomes luminous with his presence really that's what life is but what is necessary is to keep in tune with him when once we are in tune with him there will be total unity or harmony this is the real religious life some some people think that religious life is different from the normal life that's wrong the life 
and religious religion are not separate. They should be in harmony with each other. They are not separate from each other. Life should be offered to God. And then, this offering means unconditional, total surrender. There in that, he enjoys bliss. And everyone will have, will have a feeling that I am alive today because God wants me to live. When I am aware of the fact that God wants me to live, I live happily without any complaint, without any grudge, without any dissatisfaction. I am also sure that God has chosen me as his instrument so that I can become a flute on his lips and then life would be tremendously beautiful. Baba said a flute says something like uh, made up of bamboo, bamboo where it is hollow inside with nine holes on the top and the air is blown through the first hole of the flute and you listen to melodious music. Flute being hollow within indicates that you should be free from all the ego. The flute just allows itself to be on the lips, that's all. It has no preference of any particular song <coughs> or any tune. It is choiceless. So in a similar way, let every one of us be effective instruments in his hands. Let everyone aspire to be flute, flute on his lips. My friends, then the whole life becomes tremendously beautiful. And our, the whole life will be a flood of gratitude. And this gratitude is a natural feeling and an expression. And this gratefulness is a consequence. Therefore, whenever I start feeling God's presence around me, will be filled with gratitude. And this energy itself becomes gratitude. The whole life turns into thanksgiving. And this in spirit what prayer is. Prayer is thanksgiving. Prayer is gratitude. And in schools and in the community, we are taught that we have to express our gratitude to parents, to elders, to our mentors, and so on and so forth. But this gratitude that was taught is only a concept, a mechanical ritual. But this gratitude should upsurge in our being. And when it 
upsurges like a fountain what will happen we know what love is we know what prayer is what a true prayer is in that state we feel a glow we feel benediction and we are happy that we are blessed and all this seems to be quite new to those who never had any experience of the divine since there's no experience they have nothing to lose but those that have little experience or glimpse of experience they need to be very cautious because in this state of being cautious we have to allow things to happen we should not put any obstacles and we should be strongly rooted in our very being and it is in this way of life we'll certainly understand that god is not a thing god is an attitude attitude of celebration attitude of festivity we have to be joyful rejoice keep smiling keep smiling all the way because you are very close to him god is very close to you we should forget all our meaningless miseries and worries let us allow ourselves to the divine hands because god is waiting for us for long we think that you are waiting no he is waiting the moment i make myself free from all this miseries and worries yes i feel that he is holding my hand holding my hand i am quite safe and secure in his hands therefore let me not be so narrow as to limit a god as to limit god to a thing to a place to a name to a form no sir god is infinite is everywhere instead of saying that god is in this form we can say as baba said all are his forms instead of saying that this is his name as baba said we can even say all names are his all forms are his all names are his on the other hand if you are particular if you are specific you have to limit him to a particular form and a particular name so it is not particularity it is universality it is expansion expansion is life contraction is death as baba said therefore let us not condition god to find it because he is infinite and therefore we have to change 
our understanding our approach to divine because we have been used or many lives to focused attention to particularity limit god to a certain object a place or a thing or a name or a form but hereafter we should take it in a special way that he is universal all names are his all forms are his he is everywhere when he is everywhere where do you seek him when he is in all directions which indication can you think to let you know to reach god there are no indications because he is everywhere there is no special place because he is everywhere therefore this kind of generality this sort of expansion this sort of complete awareness is absolutely necessary which will help us to recognize that divine here and now therefore i would take leave from you by repeating once again it is not particular but it is universal it is not seeking and searching searching but it is only in recognition that we experience the reality thank you sai ram